Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Give the Lord one more praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead and grab a seat. Amen. We want to just get into the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, praise the Lord. Amen. We're going to jump back into our series. Amen. Of growing deeper. Amen. Hallelujah. Growing deeper. Amen. And what I'm talking about today and what this series is all about is experiencing new depths in the Holy Spirit. Having a deeper hunger and to to go deeper with the Lord. Amen. We have learned so far in the series that the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals. Amen. He is the agent of revelation, right? Amen. He's the one that unveils the eyes of our hearts to see what God wants us to see, to go deeper in a deeper level with God and to show you what you need to see in order to go deeper. The question is, who wants to go deeper? Come on, who wants to go deeper? Hallelujah. Come on, I'm talking about, I'm talking about going deep. I'm talking about, it's not, this ain't baby steps. You have to make up your mind, I'm going deep. Come on, somebody say, I'm going deep. Now I'm talking about when you go deep, amen, I'm talking about, you know, you ever run into a pool and go to the deep side? Right? Because you can't really do it on, 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 the, on the shallow side, amen? But you ever, you ever say, man, I, I want to go deep. You want something deep, right? Because you want to run and you want to jump to what? And go deep. So today, let's go deep. You got to jump at the opportunity that God gives you and I. We got to jump at everything that he gives us, amen, because he wants to take us deeper. He wants to reveal deep secrets in our, uh, of his word to us, amen, in order to help us. But we have to deepen ourselves, amen. We have to root ourselves. Come on, somebody say, root it. Hallelujah. So let's go deeper. Amen. Today I want, I want to minister a subtitle to our series of going deeper entitled The One Who Empowers. The One Who Empowers. We have to understand, church, that God, somebody say God, and miracles, somebody say miracles, they go together. Come on. How many believe that? That God and miracles go together. The Old Testament prophesied that a Messiah would usher in the kingdom of God that was characterized by the supernatural. Prophets testify of the coming day when people would experience spiritual and physical healings. In Isaiah chapter 35, 4 to 6, it says this, So to those with fearful hearts, you ever been fearful? Come on. We've all gone through seasons where fear has tried to knock at our door. He says to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear, for your Lord is coming to destroy your enemies. He is coming to save you, and, he, and when he comes, he will open the eyes of the blind, he will unplug the ears of the deaf, and the lame will leap like a deer, so those who cannot speak will sing for joy. He is... The one that empowers. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. You know, I read a story, amen, a while back of a team that went into, uh, into Africa, and they went to help a, a new church in a village named 
Malawi. And each morning they would go to the surrounding villages and invite them to their meeting that night, amen, to learn about Jesus. They noticed that one day a little boy, around seven years old, was pushing his way through the crowd, trying to grab one of the scripture booklets that they were handing out. And because they were low in supplies, they would only give them to adults, and they can take them home and read them to their children. But this little guy was persistent. This little guy wanted a booklet of his own. And the writer actually says that he was downright rude. You ever been rude? (laughs) Don't look at him right now. Amen. But he was downright rude. Amen. And he was shoving and he was pushing. He was elbowing anyone that got in his way. And the, the, the story goes on to say that when he reached the team that was handing out these booklets, one of the women, one of the women from the village saw the boy and he says, this boy has a demon in him. And he says he hasn't spoken since birth. Now, he wasn't trying to put the, 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 the kid on the spot, but he wanted the team to help the boy. Are you following me? So this group gathered around this little boy, and one of the ladies from the group started to, to talk to the little boy about Jesus. And then the team laid hands on the little boy and told this demon to get out. And they helped this little boy invite Jesus into his heart. After they prayed, they closed with a what? An amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. And the little boy hugged the scripture booklet that they, they gave him. And he looked around all the people that were around him and with tears in his eyes spoke the very first words, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Church, he, speaking of the Holy Spirit, is the one that empowers. That word went out because of this little boy to the surrounding villages, amen. And 1,300 people around those places of villages accepted Jesus Christ into their hearts. Come on, hallelujah. Church, he still does miracles. He does miracles today, amen. And when you hear these kind of stories, amen, that you read, or or even within our churches, amen, uh, come on, if we can be real, come on, tell your neighbor, be real. Do you often think to yourself, how come that happens to other people and not me? Come on, let me ask you a question. Is it difficult at times believing that God wants to do a miracle in your life? Come on, we tend to forget that all things, somebody say all things, are possible with God. I mean, uh, we say it, right? Come on, all things are possible with God. We quote it to each other. We post it on Facebook, hallelujah. And probably you have this saying hanging in your, in your house. But do you believe it for yourself? See, we forget that the supernatural, listen church, is natural to God. Come on, that, come on, you gotta understand, we completely forget and overlook that the Spirit of God dwells within us. 
And if his spirit dwells within us, he can create something out of nothing. Amen. He changes us. He makes all things new. Come on, somebody say amen. He gives us the boldness and the courage to speak to difficult situations. He gives us divine perspectives to make wise decisions. He keeps us from falling into temptation that robs us from the blessings of God. He heals us from sickness. He heals us from disease. And he works signs, wonders in the midst of our daily lives come on each day is a miracle church come on each day you got to wake up that if you woke up this morning and you have breath within you you're a miracle he works things out for those that love him church come on things that sometimes you ever just say god you're too much Come on, there are times in the day, amen, yesterday was a rough day in the beginning. As you know, I do sales, amen, I'm a salesperson. I'm not trying to sell you Jesus here, amen, but I'm a salesperson that he's given me a talent to, to sell things, amen. In the beginning, it was just rough. Nobody was buying from me. I was like, do I smell or what's going on, amen, hallelujah. Because sometimes you think it's you, amen, but it's just things happen. Not everyone's going to come in and buy. But I, you know what, I, I still said, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You know, Lord, let's just go have some lunch. Maybe we need some lunch and I need to talk with you. We just got to just relax. And I came in and, and boom, had a great day. And I turned around and said, God, you're too much. You're good. Gary was sharing, sharing with me on his job. Amen. Sometimes we're going this and then God blesses. Right, Garrett? He blesses. Hallelujah. We, we get blessed. God takes care of his people. But there are times, amen, if we simply just trust in him, have faith in him, and know that he still works a miracle within our lives, whether we're going through a season or whether we're going through a time of sickness, amen, that God is a God that can still heal us. God is a God that can still provide. God is a God that can move in the midst of our lives and say, I'm about to bless you. Don't give up on me, daughter. Don't give up on me, son. I'm about to do something if you just shout out and believe in me. See, most of us, have what I called, oh, ye of little faith moments. Come on, somebody. Come on, when we cry out, God, where are you? And God comes and tells us, oh, you of little faith. Mark chapter 9, 23 says, Lord, somebody say, Lord. Lord. I believe, say, I believe. believe. But help me in my unbelief. Come on. I believe. But help me in my unbelief, church. We believe in God. We love God. We know of God. But help me in those areas that we don't believe God in. Come on, somebody. Because the God that you believe in, you should believe in those unbelief things. God, help me in those areas of struggle. Help me in those areas that I deal with, that I struggle with. And I believe that it's the church's fault. Come on, I'll take blame. For some of it. <laughs> but I believe it's the church's fault. Not this church. Tell your neighbor, he's not talking about our church. Not our church, amen. But it's the church's fault, amen. Somewhere down the line, the church made a wrong turn. I believe that sometime back, the church pushed the Holy Spirit out. Come on. They changed their message that God wants to bless you. God loves you no matter what, amen. And don't get me wrong, amen. We preach that too. They're good messages, but the church got too conservative. Come on, they don't want to offend anyone. Come on, the church has got too political. 
Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. The church doesn't want anyone to freak out with the movement of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on. Uh, speaking in tongues, uh, seeing the lame walk, uh, the blind eyes open, uh, the dead coming back to life. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't want that. It freaks people out. Come on. Let's stop doing that. Let's stop preaching about that. That's what happened in, back in the New Testament days. In the book of John chapter 11, Jesus raises up his best friend, Lazarus, from the dead. And many Jews started to put their faith in Christ, amen. But then there were a few, and we'll call them the stitches, that went back to go tell the Pharisees, and we'll call them the ACLU. Oh, you guys don't get it, amen. Hallelujah. That's right, Amen. But we got some snitches that want to go tell the Pharisees, we can't have that, amen. Now he's raising people from the dead. That's just wrong. We have to kill this guy. That's what the Bible says. What's wrong with this picture, church? He's opening eyes that are blind. He's making the lame walk. The dead are coming back to life. Maybe you would think, maybe, just maybe, he really is God. But no, 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 let's, let's kill him. See, the same thing's happening today. We invite PC, uh, people to PCLE, friends and co-workers to come to church, and we think to ourselves, uh, oh, I hope no one talks in tongues today. <laughs> Don't tell me that has not crossed your mind. <laughs> Hallelujah, come on, come on. Oh, please, Lord, let it just be a good service, Pastor. Don't talk in tongues. Don't talk. No, no one talk in tongues, please. Listen, PC Alvey is a tongue-talking, devil-casting, devil-stomping church, amen, that's filled with the Holy Spirit. We don't hide the Spirit here. We invite the Holy Spirit here. And people that you're inviting should know who you are. I hope no one talks in tongues. Get out of here. For you out there too. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 10, 33 says, but anyone who denies me, here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. See, we must contend for the supernatural, Lord. Church, we need the supernatural in our churches today. We have to fight for it. We have to contend for it. Amen. See, the definition of supernatural is this. The word supernatural refers to anything that occurs outside the normal experience or the knowledge of man. Unexplainable. It goes beyond our understanding. The answer, God. See, the world is trying to push God out by saying that he does not exist. Come on, they're trying to take it out of our system. They're trying to take it out of our government. They don't want to talk about God. They don't want to hear nothing about God. But has it ever struck you that when there is a natural disaster, notice I said natural disaster, not supernatural, amen. You notice that the world tries to bring God back, that he exists by saying, calling it acts of God. Or only blaming God when things are going bad. 
The media will, will, will put it on the news, amen, amen. But when the God demonstrates the supernatural, the media calls it not newsworthy. Come on, we don't see, uh, don't, come on, uh, don't you see right now that, you know what, the supernatural, we don't see it on the news, amen. Blind eyes being opened in Las Vegas, news at five. You ever heard that? It's not newsworthy. We serve a God of miracles. Can somebody say amen? The same God that parted the Red Sea. The same God that fed the 5,000 plus with a few loaves of bread and a couple of fishes. Amen. The God that healed the lame and healed the diseases and cast out demons. The Bible says that he is the same God yesterday, today, and forever, church. But yet somewhere down the line, amen, we fall short in our daily lives, reflecting on the truth that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. And Paul warned us about the teaching of spirituality without power, without the Holy Spirit. Come on, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 5, what's going on today, church? He says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days, and people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, and abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, Without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Church, we are living in the last days. Come on, only God knows when he's coming back. But one thing is for sure, things in the world are getting worse. Come on, there's more oppression in the world today, amen. The world is getting selfish. It's all about themselves and nobody else, amen. The world is actually turning against each other. Come on, we had little moments of that when this pandemic started. Come on, when people were going crazy over waters, stacking up waters, pushing people for waters, and then toilet paper. That's a puzzle for me, hallelujah. But then they were run in and they were grabbing for what? Themselves. I mean, I, I remember the first time that when this all hit, and I must have hit the news, amen, uh, what's going on. I, I didn't hear about the news, amen. I really don't look at a lot of news, amen. Uh, and that day I didn't hear nothing. I, I go to Sam's Club and I see people with just carts of just bunches of water. And I just want to get water for our church. So I'm going there, just get a, two cases. That's all I want. But all gone. Yet this guy has 10 20, 30, and nobody was giving nothing. All thinking about themselves. Can you see how the world's getting, church? See what the government is creating against the world, against each other? Come on, it's all for themselves. Come on, one case, bro. <laughs> one packet of toilet paper. <laughs> I don't get the toilet paper still. <laughs> But you see that. The world's just coming. It's about themselves. About my family, what I need to get from my home, nobody else. Which is, it contradicts what God tells us to do. And to love each other, to share. Right? If there was ever a time when mankind can benefit, listen, from God's supernatural power to help us in our sins and our sicknesses and our brokenness and from Satan, the time would be now. The good news is it's happening. 
Come on, God is speaking, church. God is speaking. He's preparing. He's raising up an army of believers. Amen. He's calling a people to deepen themselves. Uh, come on to get rooted. Amen. And I believe that part of that army that God is raising up is right here at PC LV Church. Come on, a people that won't settle for lukewarm Christianity. Come on, a people that have deep convictions. Uh, those are the people that God is looking for in order to release the power of the Holy Spirit through. God wants to use you. Tell your neighbor, God wants to use me. Come on, he wants to use you. See, God can move, but he needs people. God can do whatever he wants to do, but he works better through people. Come on, he wants vessels, amen. He wants availability, not people that says, I don't got time, amen. I got people that says, you know what, I can't do that. I'm too busy, amen. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. No, he's looking for people that will make themselves available. Say, God, if you can use anyone, use me, amen. Come on, it's about advancing the kingdom of God, amen. It's about saving people, souls from the darkness, amen, and from the pit of hell, church. We got to get desperate, amen, and say people are dying and going to hell, amen. What are you doing about it? God, use me. God, use my mouth. God, use my eyes. God, use my feet. Use me to reach out. Let your Holy Spirit be work, work through me. Can somebody say amen? See, in Acts chapter 2, 17. I was thirsty. It says, in the last days, God says, who says? Who says? I will pour out my spirit on some people. What? All people. Your sons, your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, speaking of you, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show them wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and pillows of smoke. The sun will turn into the dark to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who? Who? Somebody say me. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Hallelujah. Come on, God is calling out, amen. But he needs people that he's pouring out his spirit to speak of these things. God is looking for those who are willing to risk it all. Being embarrassed. Being put on the spot. Come on. When God says to deny yourself, pick up your cross. And I'll add, put on your crown and follow him. Come on, this is not a pleasant trip, church. Cross is heavy. Can somebody say amen? Come on, but you can't forget the cross without the crown. The suffering, church. You've got to put on the crown. It goes all with it, church. And we have to follow Christ. Don't follow your feelings. Don't follow the emotions. Don't follow man. Don't follow, follow the spirit. Follow God. Pick these things up. God is looking for those that will risk it all for him. Amen. Uh, come on, that are driven. Uh, come on, uh, people that are driven to go forward uh, with a heart of compassion for the loss and the brokenness in this world. 
A church that is open to the supernatural. A church that invites the Holy Spirit to do the miraculous. Amen. The church that thrives on seeing people's lives changed by the power of God. I don't know about you, but I want to see that. I want to see something happen right here in the midst of us. That God sees and fixes the brokenness of this world, of our city, amen. Come on, ladies are coming in next weekend, amen. And they're coming in to see God, amen. They're coming in for the awe and wonder of God, amen. They're being reminded of the little girl, I am a big God, amen. Don't get too big that you don't know who I am. You're still the apple of my eye, and I want to do something in you. I am a God of awe and a God of wonder, a God of the supernatural. I want to see unsaved people come next, next Sunday and allow God to minister to them through our speaker, co-worker, someone that needs the touch from God. Church, that should, that, should be, that should be in our heart to say, I need to invite somebody. Come on, do you, need, you, know, do you know anybody that's broken right now? Do you know anybody that says, man, they need Jesus? Come on, family, friends, you know anyone that says, man, they, they need a touch. They're going through a hard time. Man, if they can just come to church. Just an invitation, that's all it is. Not that, uh, oh, I hope they don't talk in tongues. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, there's going to be tongue talking next week, amen, all week, any week, any day, man. <laughs> Wednesdays we tongue talk, hallelujah. <laughs> you you got to understand this is who we are. When we're filled with the Spirit of God, that's what flows. That's what helps us in our prayer. Come on, the Spirit utters what we can't, we can't say. We can't put into words at time, and the Holy Spirit speaks for us on our behalf. So we, but you got to be Spirit-filled. you got to say, Holy Spirit, fill me. I, I want to be, be filled by you. I want to be used by you. I want you to speak on my behalf when I don't have words to say. And he speaks it for us because he knows us. He knows our hearts. He knows your needs. He, he knows he's, he's close to you. He's, he's your best friend. He's your counselor. He's your, he's your guide. He's your teacher. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. Have you been reading the book of John? Have you been asking him to deepen you each time you read a chapter? Has he been speaking to you differently? I'm going to tell you, I, I've been saved for over 26, 27 years, and he's taught me some new things. I, like, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Or I forgot about that. Did you know that he walked in the water twice? I didn't know that. I thought it was just Peter. But he walked at a different time. See, we seem to just get caught up on some things that we forget the very basic. And really, the book of John is really saying, you know what? Everything's pointing to who? Jesus. Come on, if you believe me, you believe my Father that sent me. It's about him believing the Father that sent him. Believe in me. Believe in me. Believe in me. You got to believe in me. That's what it's all about, church, is knowing Jesus. He's looking for a people that will stand in the gap. Are you standing in the gap for somebody right now? You got to be standing in the gap for someone. My wife used to pray. Can I share that, babe? But when you were just going by church by yourself and you would look it to the left and the right at the, at your, at the, the seats, and God says, well, she would go there and she'd be by herself and be on a roll just like she is right now by herself. And God would say, look to the left, look to the right. I'm about to fill it. 
Pretty soon, that prayer was answered. Boom, first spot. <laughs> Got my husband. <laughs> what? <laughs> but then all of a sudden, mom, sisters, cousins, down the road. She reminded her one more time at a conference. She goes, look to the left, look to the right. What did I promise you? And see my cousins and see me, my mom. Come on. Need to invite. Get excited. Come on, somebody say, get excited. Tell somebody I'm excited. <laughs> get excited. I got excited when I got when I got saved. You know, God saved me, but man, he put a fire in me. And I started was inviting the world to church. I want them to experience what I experienced. And man, family started getting saved. Family members. Sometimes some of those families that got reached out and got touched is coming this weekend who's going through a struggle. I'm saying, God touched my cousin. She's coming to the conference. God's gonna touch her. <laughs> Slipped away. Come on, God's gonna mess her up, slap her. Pow, 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 pow. Oh, you gotta let God slap you sometimes. Come on. So some of us just need a good slap from God. <laughs> Come here, well, let me dem- let me demonstrate. Come here. Who needs a good slap? <laughs> We, so we really need a good slap. We really need a good spanking. We really need a good firm word. Come on, somebody. Not to, not to, to, to punish us, but to say, you know what? Come on, snap out of it. Come on, just get right. Snap out of your situations. Man, remember when you were so in love with God, believing God for everything? Now things hit your life. And now doubt has come. And doubt... Never comes alone. He always brings fear with him and comes with them and try to partner in. They partner each other to lie to you, to place doubt into you, to place fear inside of you. It's a lie from the devil. Because the same God that you were believing when God was moving, you remember? It's the same God today. But we stop believing. We stop trusting. Come on, somebody. We forget that he's the God of all and wonder. Can I be one of your speakers? No. <laughs> I'll put a wig on. <laughs> Who's the ugly girl? <laughs> but we got we to gotta go back. To that first faith, that first time that we met Jesus. Remember when you met Jesus and you're like, man, this is God. You were so excited. You were talking about every, you're talking about every, every day about him. Oh, man, you, you were in love, right? It's like when you're in love with somebody, you're just talking about every day, every day. My wife still talks about me, you know, every day, you know. That's how excited we got to be. And sometimes we just need some help because the Holy Spirit's not in us. Because he's the one that empowers us, church. And so for some of us here today, we just have to simply invite the Holy Spirit to come back in. Holy Spirit, fill me. Take over. Use me. I want to be the one that in those last days that you pour out your spirit, I want to be one of those vessels that you pour your spirit or... Holy Spirit, come and fill me and remind me once again of who you are. Because once he comes in, he starts to speak to you about who he is. 
talks about the Father, talks about the Son to you, and reminds you, and then he deepens you and strengthens you and gives you that boldness. Why am I scared? Get out of here, devil. You're casting devils out of your house. You're kicking devils out, amen. You're, you're doing all kinds of stuff because you believe. Do you have any believers in the house? You believe. It was simply a, 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 just an act of faith. You don't have big faith. You just believed. God, you, they, someone told you about Jesus, and you believed. and said, yes, he can do all things. Come on, he can heal my marriage. He can deliver me from my drug abuse. He can deliver me from sin. He can deliver me from struggle. He can heal this sickness that's upon me. Amen. Come on, he's a liar. And his pants are on fire. Hanging on a wire. No. <laughs> I'll stop now. <laughs> I'll start rhyming too much. Amen. I'll break out a song right now. <laughs> but God, God, deepen me. Holy Spirit, fill me. That's why I'm asking you or telling you or when you read the book of John, pray the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, deepen me. Let me know. Let me have a deeper revelation of who Jesus is. Come into my heart. Be the resident in my life. Empower me. Guide me. Teach me. Show me the way. When times when I'm confused because you're within me, you'll quicken it to me. He's, he's the one that quickens it, right? When you know, because the flesh is here too, right? Flesh rises up, amen. He's like, hey, 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 okay, okay. Right? Somebody push you, your flesh is too, hey, hey, hey. And then the Holy Spirit is, hey, hey. Right? Come on, don't, don't tell me, oh, uh, someone push me, Pastor. I don't get mad. Well, come here, let me demonstrate real quick. Or do something to you that you don't like. You ever got slapped in the head? How many like getting slapped in the head? Nobody likes that, right? Heck no, that's, that's kind of embarrassing. What the heck? What <laughs> the heck's going on here? That, I don't like that. Right? But the Holy Spirit is the one that quickens it. Hey, 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 grab a hold of yourself. Come on, he's living here. But see, when you invite him in, listen, when you invite him in, he's going to start clearing things out. Maybe that's why we don't invite him at times. He starts to point things out in your life. Attitudes. Jealousies. Oh, come on, somebody. He starts showing you who you really are because that's who the Holy Spirit is. Not to, not to embarrass you and put you on the spot. It's to heal you and to show you who you are, that God can change you, right? Just like the story I read about the, the boy that had a demon in him. He couldn't speak. The woman that says he has a demon wasn't putting the boy on the spot. He says, heal him. You're a team that believes in Jesus. Do something for this boy. And the team surrounded and did what they did because they had the Holy Spirit, what? In them. And they prayed and said the right words, cast that demon out, grabs a hold of that book. They lead him to Jesus. He says the sinner's prayer. And the first words he says is, Jesus loves me. With tears in his eyes. Didn't, didn't isn't that how you felt when you first got saved? Didn't you feel like a little boy, a little girl to a big God? He says, Jesus loves me. He forgave me of all my sins. Right? You know, when I got saved, God just said, trust me. That's, those are the only words he told me, trust me. Trust me. I was, saying, I was the one that saying, but God, but, 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 you know, this, but, 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 but. You, all, you guys all have a but. <laughs> I know physically you have a but, but a but. We all have a but in our spirits. 
right? We, we, we want to believe God, but. We want to believe God for our situation, but. You don't know my home. You don't know my current situation. You know, but, but, but. We make up excuses, and God says, aren't you going to trust me? So the Holy Spirit comes in, and he reminds you. He comes in, and he starts to remind you that God can do all things, right? All things are possible with God. It's not only on some cases. On every case, every situation, if you simply believe, right? We believe, but God help me with what? My unbelief. Help me in those areas of struggle because we all struggle in areas, church, that we need help from the Holy Spirit to help us overcome the unbelief that's in our inside of us, to help us with those unbelief areas. Because when we can be healed from those unbelief areas, then we can be more powerful, listen, for the kingdom of God. God wants to make you powerful. Powerful. What am I saying here? Hallelujah. Powerful, right? He's not, you don't want to weaken you. He wants to strengthen you. But we have to deepen ourselves in the spirit and get rid of the stuff that weakens us. Are you understanding? That's why in Hebrews it says, you know what? Let us strip off those things that entangle us. The sin that so easily, what? Trips us up. And let us, let us put our eyes on Jesus. Let's run with perseverance. This race that we're in. We have to remove the blinders, we have to remove all the stuff, church, that's within us. But the Holy Spirit is the agent of revelation. He's the one that empowers us. So he's the one that will help us and help you to get strong. Are you following me, church? This series is about getting deeper with God. Because there's a lot of weak Christians today. There is. Come on, if you, and if you are saying, no, not me, then there's pride also, hallelujah. Because all of us, we need, we need some more, I need some help. Because we are facing, listen, we are facing things today that we have never faced before. We are living in days today that we have never lived before. And things that are still going to come that we don't even know about, church. And we need the Holy Spirit to help us reveal those things that God wants us to see in order to handle the things that are coming our way. Are you, are you following me? Come on, because there are uncertainties still coming. There are still things that, are, that we're going to be fogged in. There are still things, amen, that we don't understand. But God's saying, you need to believe me still. Come on, you may not know how this is going to unfold. You may not know when this thing will end. But let me tell you, I do. God knows. Just hold my hand, daughter. Hold my hand, son. Let's go through this and keep your faith inside of me. Don't you put your faith in society. Don't put your faith in science. Don't put your faith in anything they're throwing out there. Put me first and seek my kingdom first. And all things will be added unto you. Do not put anything in front of God, the media in front of God, Facebook in front of God. Hallelujah. You cannot put any of this stuff in front of God. Yes, God put some things there, but God give me the understanding how to figure it all out. Come on, these last two and a half years have not been easy. Not for pastors. Come on, me and my wife are gone just trying to navigate you guys. And stays try to keep cool in front of you. For times we were freaking out just like you were. But the Holy Spirit was always reminding me. I got it, son. Don't worry. Don't, don't take the hands off the wheel. Just keep, 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 keep navigating through the storm. Keep, 
Keep, that, keep your hand on the wheel. I'll tell you where to go. I'm, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. Some, it may not be popular to so, so some people what I tell you to do. People are going to talk about you. People are going to say, but didn't, didn't, they say, didn't Jesus say that? If they talked about me, they're going to talk about you. Come on. But he says, greater things you would do than I have done. And Jesus did some great things. But it's for those that have the spirit within them. So we need the spirit inside of us to help us through. Because there are times that are coming, church, which I, I, I wish I could say they're going to be easy. But they're going to rock your faith. We just got a little touch from the rock in these last two and a half years. It's nothing compared to what's coming. And if we don't root ourselves deep in him, I mean, you're going to have to get dirty, church. I don't want to root myself. I don't like going in dirt. Shut up. <laughs> you deep in yourself. Get dirty, church, because it's a messy world out there. Come on. The kingdom of God is messy. It's its work. It's fight. It's it's, it's fight. It's 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 a it's a it's a war. Come on, you're gonna get hit. You're gonna get cut. You all this. Come on, you're not gonna come out of it like, you know, perfect. Oh, my hair didn't get messed up today. Hallelujah. No. You're gonna get messy. But you gotta root yourself. And it starts by saying, you know what? I need to get a little dirty. I gotta root myself. That means you gotta work. You gotta say, God, I need to go deeper, deeper deeper in you and it's work church it's exercise but it's going to help us in the storms that are coming you ladies are going to be blessed by the awe and wonder of who God is but you're going to remind her that you need him inside of you to get you through that and to always keep you that, that childlike mindset we complicate God by getting growing up in our own minds and our own understanding Instead of, you know what, be like the little children who believe me, whatever I say to them. We've got to go back to that childlike faith that said, God can do anything. Now, I'm not saying you do crazy things. Don't jump off roofs and say, God, watch this. No, you're going to break your leg. Hallelujah. But using faith, using wisdom, we need wisdom, church. And he'll, he freely gives it to us if we ask. We need wisdom during this time. God, that's my prayer. God, give me wisdom. God, help my, my wife and I. Give us wisdom in, in, in leading your people. I got a job. We have a job to do. And that's to get you to the promised land. To go through this desert and get to the promised land. Now, that is our job. And we, we need and then grab as many as we can along the way. And just say, man, I'm taking everybody. Devil, you can't have nobody. You can't have nobody. Even things that people that have wronged you, listen. God saved them. We, 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 we got to think like God, church. We got to care like God. We got to be like God. Can somebody say amen? He's looking for people that will stand in the gap. For the oppressed, for the brokenhearted, and to see the captive set free. And those who believe in the words of Jesus Christ. John 14, 12 says, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works that I have done, but even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. Let me close with this. This army of men and women driven by the power of the Holy Spirit are ordinary people. 
No different from you and I. The ones we read about in the Bible are no different from you and I. Imperfect people who have struggles, with problems, even wrestle with God over doubts. Yet in the midst of all that, will continue to seek God with all their hearts. Expecting God to demonstrate this power, His power, through them. And I believe that those people, like I said before, are in, these, in this place. You, say I. You are those people, church. So rise up and be empowered by the Holy Spirit, church, by going deeper and getting rooted in him. Rooted. You got to do it like that. Rooted. 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 Let's all stand up. Amen.